Sports Minutes with Elia Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan. How is your bowling, my friend? Not good enough to be competitive, but I have a bit of fun with it. Sometimes if I get into a bit of a good form, yeah. and then I get a couple of strikes, but Ooh. that's nowhere close enough to be in a competitive nature. But I love the sport, you know. I, I find it such a community sport as well. Especially when you go with friends, and you just... The main thing is, you must just have fun. Yeah, exactly. I tell you what, though, I go with my mum once in a while, and I don't <laughs> see this competitive side of her <laughs> apart from on the bowling alley, right? She she gets into this streak, and to your point, that community element, that family element, it brings things together. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's not like you need huge facilities or anything like that. You could easily go practice bowling. Some people get really, really good at it, and others go a different level, and it's national level, right? So why not? More emphasis on bowling as a as a big sport in Singapore. I completely agree with you and that's the job Sports Minutes tries to provide, right? Speak about these smaller sports and talk about their successes and bowling, Singapore bowling in particular, is doing really, really well. And to find out more, we have Dr. Valerie Teo, President of Singapore Bowling. Dr. Valerie, how are you? I'm good. Hi. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you with us, Valerie. Thank you so much for joining us now. In the recent IBF World Bowling Championships, Team Singapore won two golds, three silvers and four bronzes. And that's their best showing ever. Tell us a bit more about that. Uh, yeah, so, so we just had the World uh, Bowling Championships uh, quite recently. And, and the team really, really did wonderfully well at it. Uh, it's an interesting format. So it's it's very challenging. Uh, singles event lasted a good four to five days. And uh, the team was worked well together. They were able to seize their opportunities uh, when those came and and they were able to then bring home many, many medals for Singapore. And uh, beyond the medals, I think they all did very well, uh, had very respectable performances in all the events. And as you know, this is just, um, I guess, a very nice way to represent the blood, sweat and tears that all of them had put in uh, all these years for the sport and for Singapore. So it was a, a really incredible performance from them. Yeah, it's a really good spirited finish as well. And I love when we talk about local sports that you have siblings in sport. Uh, one such uh, pair of medal winners were sisters uh, Sherry and Daphne Tan. Uh, and it's a nice special moment. I, how do you feel, uh, Dr. Valerie, when you see this, see siblings take part in the sport together? I think it's it's really special having your your sibling there. Um, for Sherry and Daphne, they've been in a team together for many years, and they haven't really had that many opportunities to compete in the doubles event together. So, this one, I'm sure, it was really special for them uh, coming together, winning the gold medal. And I think what was even sweeter was uh, that uh, Huifun and Colleen they mm. made it a one-two finish in the <laughs> event for yeah. us. Yeah, so that was that was really nice. Yeah. Now, Dr. Valerie, this might give away my age slightly, but when I think Singapore bowling, <laughs> I often think of Remy Ong. I don't know why, I just grew up with that name. But judging by what's going on now, there's so much rejuvenation going on, so much young talent coming through. And they did fairly well at the World Bowling Championships as well. Maybe not medals, but they gave a good showing of themselves. Yeah, so um, we've been very deliberate in providing opportunities for our younger athletes to, to don national colours and to have successful debuts at the, at the majors. And even as I mentioned, Colleen just now, she was one of our debutants at our World Bowling Championships. And she herself actually set a record last year, winning four gold medals at the World uh, Youth Championships. Uh, we also had uh, debutants in the men's side and uh, Shabane, who's also representing us at the world stage for the first time. And that really is what we are, we are gunning for, right? We want to make sure that our pipeline is healthy. We've got young ones pushing through the ranks and 
also having the seniors there with them, I think that really helps in the cross-learning and the sharing and growing of the team. Uh, so, so in terms of the junior successes, I think they've also done well on their own this year. We, we got uh, a record uh, eight gold medals at the recent wow. Asian Junior Championships in, in Singapore. Eight out of ten possible gold medals. And the, the team actually grabbed the top country for girls, boys, and the overall. Mm. And even at the Asian Youth uh, earlier this year, we actually came home uh, with a team gold medal for the, the ladies, as well as a gold medal in the girls' masters uh, from Ning. Uh, and that team itself also had a mixture of uh, younger debutants and and some of the youth bowlers that have been there for a little longer. And uh, some of them have even broken through into the national squad in the last couple of years. So it's, it's very heartening to see that, that the whole pipeline and the success of the ecosystem, the whole village has, has come together and allowed us uh, to have a really good year this year. Mm. Um, do do the legends come back and help? Uh, I mean, more recent times, of course, uh, Shina Ng being one of them. Uh, Raushan mentioned Remy Ong. Uh, I, I would think of uh, someone like Grace Young. Do they come back and help uh, develop that mental side of the game as much as people say, ah, it's not that a physical sport, it's just bowling. What are your thoughts on this? So I think uh, people who have been in bowling will tell you bowling is it's a very special sport. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's no real number to it, but it, it's really a combination of fine motor, gross motor. Yeah. You've got mental fortitude, concentration, yeah. stamina, all rolled into one. So, <laughs> so like you said, that, that mental part of the game is, is really, really important. And during crunch time, clutch moments, that's when you see uh, the champions really emerge. Yeah. Um, so we've, we've had good, good support from mm. our... Our, I wouldn't call them seniors, but I guess our alumni, okay, like Remy okay. and Grace. Yeah. Uh, so Remy, Remy is uh, coaching and he's actually helping us to build the pipelines. A lot of the, the men who are currently the men's uh, national team were actually part of the young team that he was grooming when he was a national oh, wow. coach with us. And, uh, so, and you brought up Shay. Yeah. So at the, at the Asian Junior Championships that we had recently, we've also allowed uh, our national athletes to have a chance at being coaching interns. So we've had oh. Sherry, Shayna and Huifen. They were actually coaching interns uh, that helped the team uh, in terms of sharing their experience, uh, sharing the, the mental skills that were involved in competing at such a, at a high level mm. and really sharing all their expertise, including helping them to get their bowling balls ready. And they were there with them throughout the competition. So it was, okay. I think it was a really good opportunity. And uh, it also allows us uh, to prepare our own pipeline for, for, for coaching in the future and to help develop our national athletes. Uh, for their careers uh, after they, are, they, they finish their, their careers as national athletes. Wow. It's a whole ecosystem. It yeah? certainly so nice. is. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Valerie, earlier you mentioned this conscious effort to push for mm. youth development, right? Mm. As the president of the Singapore Bowling Association, it must be hugely satisfying to see these rewards in terms of medals, but in terms of growth as well. I always believe that we need to focus on the process and the outcome will then take care of itself. So the, the medals come as an, an outcome. It's a very nice, uh, sweet uh, outcome of, of success, of, of the pipelines and the development. But we really want to focus on ensuring that our future generations of young athletes are trained well. Uh, they're groomed not just on the lanes, but off the lanes so that they are champions and represent the country and wear the national flag and the people that we will be proud of in, in years to come. So we have uh, built an ecosystem that allows us to do this and we'll continue to work uh, as a whole village to support these young athletes as they come through the pipelines and, and provide them enough opportunities to be exposed. 
and to then shine once they're given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Dr. Valerie, what do those pipelines look like? I mean, are we getting enough support from schools, from parents especially? Because we are in a nation that's very academically driven. So I think for, for bowling, of course, we would, if, if I could uh, have my magic wand, I would hope that all <laughs> schools would be involved with bowling and they would have their own bowling centres that, that we could all then, then practice in and compete yeah. in. Um, but I mean, we, we, are, we are lucky. We've got a lot of sports that are, are doing well and, and the kids will then choose what sport really yeah. entices them. And I think it is our job to then uh, ensure that we continue to keep um, bowling successful, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to be able to engage the community and ensure that people know about the game and to, to encourage the schools to stay on, on board and come on board with us. Mm-hmm. And it's really about building that whole ecosystem. So okay. we are working with our local bowling centers, our clubs, uh, the schools, and even the academies to ensure that we we attract more young people uh, to pick up the sport and really enjoy it. Uh, And that will really give us the opportunity to identify and groom our talented athletes uh, of the future. I guess as as long as we have these bowling alleys that provide family fun, it's it's an opportunity for people to get interested. Like for me, it was uh, the old Coven uh, Super Bowl Center. I don't even remember that one. (laughs) Yeah. If I say I remember, then I'm oh telling you my age. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of revelations on this oh conversation. Bowling, just, bowling is just, I, I don't know. I, I People say what is the local, the national sport. For me, I, I remember it as bowling because it's something that you hope for for a chance to go play like after school. You go with your friends and it's like, oh, what's this? And it's harder than it looks. I agree. Know? And as a kid, you go, you got some good discounts as well, <laughs> right? For your hourly yeah, rates. Yeah. Now, Valerie, here's a question I've been wanting to ask you since this conversation started. Are you bowler yourself and how good are you? So actually for myself, I, I have been very lucky. I've been actually part of this ecosystem. So I was a national bowler for wow. about 10 years uh, when I was uh, much, much younger. And, and it's still a sport that I, I really enjoy. So I do participate in leagues and I do uh, practice with my friends over the weekends. And I mean, I think, I think the, the beauty of bowling is you can really do it at any age and yeah. at any time. Yeah. Uh, I've gone bowling with my, my late grandfather. Nice. He picked it up uh, when he was 60 years old. Uh, and we even have a seniors national team uh, that, we, that, are rep- that is representing us currently. So it, it's a sport that, that you can pick up at any point, enjoy and go there on the weekends with your family and just sort of let loose and have fun. You see, I, we were thinking about challenging you, but forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, Dr. Valerie, just a final question. Yeah. What is coming up for SBF uh, in the near future, maybe for 2024? So in 2024, uh, of course, we're going to do our best to, to keep up our momentum to ensure that we put our best foot forward at, at all our major events and, and competitions. And I think we also want to ensure that we work on our pipelines, our youth development, and that includes uh, developing uh, our, our athletes for their post-careers, uh, post-athlete careers as well, to ensure that we have some pipelines there and, and have some programs to support them because they've given so much to the sport and to the country. So that's really something that the least that we can do to help in their preparation. And I think we really want to work with the community and our schools to see how we can, as you mentioned, make this our national sport. Mm-hmm. And to see it continue to blossom and grow and be the sport that families want to to head to and participate in over the weekends. Wow. Well, judging by this conversation and your successes in 2023, the future certainly looks bright. We've been speaking to Dr. Valerie Teo, President of Singapore Bowling. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.